Hustle. If you're listening for the first time, we're a new podcast focused on exploring the business journeys, trials and wins of underrepresented entrepreneurs, as well as discussing topical business related news in an engaging way. If you're listening for the first time, thanks so much for downloading our new podcast. Awu, how's it going? It's going really well. I'm really excited to be recording our very first podcast uh, episode. So am I. I know. This is this has kind of been a quick turnaround, I have to say. A few weeks. A few weeks from the time of sort of like conceptualisation to actually doing it. We wasted no time. Sometimes you just have to do these things. You have to. You have and to have move. a go. No, I agree. I agree. And um, yeah, how's it going? Today's been going really well. Can you believe... Sky News contacted me. I remember... Oh, my God. Sky News. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Um, apparently, I'm, I'm the main contact for them to do a story at where I work um, because they wanted to interview a client of mine. And I became the main contact and I had to, like, organise the logistics and all the camera crews to come in and, you know, where they'll be filming and giving them background to, you know, the client. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Sky, Sky needs phone to me. And they do really quick turnarounds. I'm telling you, literally, they were here at 6.30. PM. Yeah, PM. Um, we recorded for like maybe an hour or so. And guess how, guess how, guess how long um, the clip will probably be when it's on Sky News? Probably about two minutes. Maybe two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but what's so nice to see is like, Sky News, they don't play. They're they're professional, honestly. They're really, really professional. And I felt I felt quite honest to be part of the, of the production um of, of that story and listening to the interview and hearing how a journalist forms a story of uh, the person they're interviewing through asking questions, getting them comfortable. It was it was really, really, really good. So I felt I felt quite privileged and I've got that producer's name now. So you know me, like I'm I'm gonna hit them up when I need them for a potential story that I want some coverage on for sure. I mean to be honest, I might need them. You might need to pass the number <laughs> over. And if any of our listeners would like that number Let us know. No, I'm really sorry. We can't share details. It's, it's um, like GDPR too. Yeah, well you know, these days everything's GDPR. How about you, Fra? What have you been up to? Do you know what? I'm really nervous. Why? I'm trying to get into this business accelerator mm-hmm. and I've got an interview for it. Ooh. And now I've got to pitch for them. So I know what I'm talking about. But yeah. it's whenever somebody says, come present for me, yeah. come pitch for me. Yeah. And you're kind of like, oh my God, what do I do? But you know what to do, but it's just the fear of actually presenting about your business idea because it's your baby. Yeah, I, th- I think it's that formalisation of it. It's not necessarily presenting it's more getting ready and it's just like oh will I get in will I won't I get in what will I do you're talented you're getting it's a good idea yeah I mean I've I've put it out there in the universe so we'll pray about it yes yes, and I'll let you all know thank you great so welcome listeners this is our first episode episode and as you know this is a new endeavor for us one which we are super excited about so excited and we really hope that you get a lot out of this you're probably wondering what's Hustle all about and who are these two ladies? Mm-hmm. I'm Farah, I'm a speech and language therapist and I recently left the nine to five grind to start my own business and what well a journey it has been. I know. It has been so amazing. And so because I'm so interested in kind of um, developing myself and learning more about business, I want to share what little knowledge I've accumulated 
on my journey with you. I wouldn't call it little, you've learned a lot. Yeah, it feels, I've, I've learned a lot, but I always kind of feel like, because I'm baby, baby, like I'm baby business. Baby business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm baby business. So I'm waiting to be like adult business where I've been doing this for many years. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this, the stuff that I've learned is just the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. But because I've learned so much in such a short amount of time, I just want to give away that knowledge. No, amazing. Um, so I guess I should introduce myself. I'm Owa. Um, you will probably think, oh, these names are a bit weird, Farah and Owa, but they actually are surnames. And they rhyme. And they rhyme. And we thought that was pretty cool. So Yeah, and I, I, I like to keep it pretty, what's the word? It's not intimate, it's private. Incognito. Incognito. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I like our names, I think it goes yeah. well together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm Awa and I'm currently delivering the Startups in London Libraries programme for Greenwich in South East London. Which I was a part of. I, I still am. You're, yeah, part. you're a part of. You yeah, are, yeah, 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 you are. Which this helped me with my business journey and got me from having a piece of paper with a plan on it to an actual functioning business that makes money. Amazing. In what, like five months? It was actually you. You were you were consistent. Honestly, you're like one of my favorite people to work with. Honestly, yeah, that's because I left my job and I didn't have any money, so there was a pressure. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're looking to make money, you will make it. You will make it. That's that's a good. That's a good nugget. It's like actually. the fire under your foot. You you'll be searching for different revenue streams, and, mm-hmm. and you you'll fight to get it done. And you've got it done. You're, you're doing really well. I have to say. Thank you. So just to touch a bit more about the programme, I know Farah's beat it up, but I've got to, you know, give you my spiel that I give people. So it's a programme that aims to help aspiring and early stage entrepreneurs turn their business ideas into a reality. And we do this in a number of ways. So the Deliver of Business Workshops, which takes you through everything from um, intellectual property to developing a business model to testing that model. There's also one-to-one support, which I deliver through a coaching approach. I provide business resource, information provision, opportunities to test business ideas, and connecting people with contacts and networks, which can help them build their business. And that's something I particularly enjoy because I like building up ecosystems, and that's what I like to think I'm doing in, in Greenwich. I've also started the Startup Greenwich Network as well, which I can give you some more information about later on, which further provides support to to people. And like um, Farah, one of the reasons why um, I really like the programme I'm delivering is because um, it's about helping people develop their ideas from a piece of paper to actually having, you know, a legitimate business. Something tangible. Something tangible. Definitely. And it's also about democratising access to entrepreneurship, which is really important to me. I should say I'm also on my own entrepreneurial journey. I'm baby business stage. Yes, you are. Um, Baby business, I think more so in terms of the fact that this is completely new to me. Um, So I've got my own business um, as well as given, you know, a business information support um, as well. And I think that this podcast hustle forms one pillar um, of my of my of my business and we get to know you'll get to know hopefully a bit more about um, the other components of it um, as we as we go on hmm. and this podcast basically exists because 
I went on that training. Yes. I went, I'm part of the program. Absolutely. And I've gotten some results. Yes. And even though I've gotten some results, I still go on the training. I, I know. know what, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. <laughs> I'll take a course five, six times if they'll let me in. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. each time you get something new. And that's exactly. what's really great about this scheme, that you can just kind of start up and have access to all these different courses mm-hmm. or mentors. Mm-hmm. And it's just so accessible. It's accessible. And I think what, what makes it really... Um, unique is that it's based in local um, community so you can find um, the same support that I'm delivering here in Greenwich in Tower Hamlets in Haringey in Wolven Forest and Lewisham in Bexley say the 10 boroughs should I say the 10 boroughs oh my goodness this sounds like such a um such a plug um but essentially um you can get startup support uh, for, for for free, fully funded in, in 10 boroughs, um, which is uh, Greenwich, which is in Lewisham, which is in Bexley, which is in Tower Hamlets, Wolven Forest. Um, Barnet. No, Barnet, Croydon. Bexley. Bexley, we've mentioned... Let me get my let me get my material so I, I can give you the correct information. So it's in Bexley, Croydon, Greenwich, Haringey, Lambeth, Lewisham, Newham, Southwark, Tower Hamlets, and Wolfham Forest. I'll put some more information um, about the program if there's anybody that would like to get some support later on. Um, I've probably really plugged this. It wasn't it wasn't designed to, but I think I, I should at least spend a little bit of time talking about it, which I have. You should. And I think it's really important that you mention that this was only a three-year scheme. Yes, it is. So, so get in there early. I mean, this this. If you want this will... type of support, exactly. go for it. Exactly. For it. Next year, um, it, it, it ends. So get in early and get all the free support um, that, you, that you can. So that was a nice plug for the startups in and London it wasn't libraries. Planned, I have to say, it really wasn't planned. Um, but I just feel like since our audience is for sort of new entrepreneurs, those in the early stage, this ties in, the programme ties in really well to what the podcast is trying to do, which I think we'll get into a bit more um, later on. Mm-hmm. So in today's episode, we thought we would discuss how and why Hustle came into fruition. So why do we exist? Um, as you can tell by our podcast title, it's all about hustling. Mm-hmm. And we know there are lots of hustlers out there. Absolutely. So this is for people that are all stages of their hustling journey, from those who dream of owning a business to those who are working towards it and to those who are now living their dream and scaling their business. So we know the term hustle is now in our everyday vocab. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every and day I'm what hustling. what I've noticed from a lot of people is that there's many entrepreneurs everywhere, like baby entrepreneurs. No, absolutely. I'm meeting people that are doing hair on the weekend, nails, nails Monday to Friday, they're, they're you know, doing music, they're producing. There's all these side hustles going on. And I thought... Wow, it's a really interesting time. So do you know that there are 4.4 million registered businesses in the UK and over a third of these businesses are actually in London? Wow, that's a lot. It doesn't surprise me that London is that sort of focal hub, actually. Um, and also something I've, I've recognised, and tell me if you agree, is that we're seeing like new generations of entrepreneurs, um, often quite quite young, 
who want to explore entrepreneurial passions or certain um, interests they have and turn that into um, a business. And these people are not people you who would traditionally run businesses, if that makes sense. You know, they're not the typical type of um, entrepreneurs. In fact, they're underrepresented um, entrepreneurs. Um, an area that I'm quite quite passionate about because I feel like business should be for everyone and everybody should have the information and the insights to set up business. And one, one stat that I was um, pondering on earlier today is that only 2% of SMEs, that's small, medium enterprises in the UK, are actually run by people of African heritage. And um, that's the lowest. And the highest are people from an Indian background that make up about 36%. So even within that so-called underrepresented group, there's a huge disparity between 36% yes. and 2%. Absolutely. I'm interested to find out why. Um, if anyone's interested in sort of um, reading a bit more about those stats, there's a really um, interesting report that was published by the House of Commons Library. It can be found um, online, um, but it's by Sea um, Rhodes. It's Christopher Rhodes. Um, he published it in December uh, 2019. And it's a, it's a great read because you find out what industries are booming mm-hmm. and what industries are not booming. Mm. So you can also kind of tailor what it is that you're doing. So sometimes having that background info yes. of the climate, of the market and of what's going on helps mm-hmm. you tailor what, what it is that you're going to do in business. So when you read statistics like that, particularly, you know, as a, as a black woman, as, uh, as a, someone who's fairly young, I'd like to say, um, how does that make you feel? Well, I would say it doesn't surprise me, mm-hmm. but what it does is it makes me feel like, well, what are the barriers that people from an African or Caribbean background mm-hmm. or women mm-hmm. or young people mm-hmm. or, or even disabled people, yes. what are these barriers and how can we move them? Mm-hmm. And I think one way that I've identified to move them is by actually having somebody who is from these kind of groups, these underrepresented groups mm-hmm. showing Mm-hmm. that you can do it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I, th- I think that's a really pivotal and important thing and secondly I feel like in terms of our education or how we look at business kind of getting more people to be business minded mm-hmm. and that's through knowledge and even through a small you know a, a podcast I was gonna say small <laughs> <laughs> baby baby podcast baby but even even through the information that we can give or Mm -hmm. from what we know Mm -hmm. that might help somebody who is from an underrepresented background find out how to break that Mm. glass ceiling Mm -hmm. but it it, I mean it does make me feel upset because I I think people from an African or Afro-Caribbean background they are the most innovative people I know Mm. they've got ideas and side hustles and very you know creative Mm. and it's a shame that those skills can't be transferred on a wider scale to the business world. And I feel like, you know, as we'll get, get to talking later on in, in, in this podcast that goes on, we'll be delving a bit more into those those barriers, but also lifting those barriers through the information, the um, advice that the guests that we have on, on, on the podcast um, is to, to really get to grips with as to why they exist. Because if we're talking about solutions, we need to understand why they exist. And it could be a multitude of things. It could be language barriers. It could be um, having issues accessing finance, racism, sexism, ageism, 
lots of different lots um, of isms lots of isms yeah structural disadvantages which i think is really important to to explore in order to come up with solutions from from my own experience i think it was a lack of knowledge so not knowing that i could start a business and i could make money mm-hmm. um kind of not knowing that from earlier on so I never yeah. really had any business mentors or business yes. minded people like me I've always known people that have worked jobs mm. or had careers mm-hmm. so I think from a young age my parents never kind of established the idea in me that you could yes. have your own business yes. but they did tell me oh you could be a doctor yes. or a lawyer yes. and these are all professions great professions by the way mm-hmm. but you're working for other people so yeah. I think for me in my own background it wasn't it, I mean it wasn't established to me that actually you can make a living running your own business and have a better quality of yes. life I would say that's the same for me also and I think that the education system is something to do with it all those who study sociology we, we know what it's for know, we know what it's for it's to produce workers so you're never really taught that you can be an entrepreneur. You can be part of the bourgeoisie. You can yeah. be a ruling class. You could be. You could have, you know, resources to to land and you know businesses that make the world go around. Um, essentially. But these structures are changing because we're yes. no longer kind of part of a feudal system. We're no longer part of that kind of factory mm-hmm. system. The internet and how people can be creative with it is it's just breaking. It's breaking barriers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I agree. And just touching on, you know, the the, the different so-called underrepresented groups, I think it's also to um, also useful to highlight um, other types of um, disadvantages that people might not actually understand or see. So, you know, you talk a lot about neurodiversity. Yeah. So having having ADHD or having autism or having a, a social communication difficulty. Mm-hmm. Even in terms of communication, language can be a language, your verbal language and written language Mm -hmm. can be a huge barrier in business. And I know people kind of talk about, well, um, who who is it? The guy that owns Virgin. Richard Richard Richard, Branson. He's dyslexic. Yeah, well, people talk about, oh, Richard Branson's dyslexic or so-and-so didn't finish formal education. Mm -hmm. But you do need a level of kind of some skills, some written skills Mm -hmm. to get you in through the door. Even if it's just writing an email Mm -hmm. to to gain some business Mm -hmm. or create a flyer. Mm -hmm. There is a level of, um, I wouldn't say education, Mm -hmm. but you you need to have some, a level of skill. Yes, yes. And so the narrative of, no, you could just start a business with no skills. I don't know if I agree with that. No, I, I agree. And I think that's something that I, I find a lot in my, my line of work and, you know, interactions with, with, with people. You know, obviously setting up a business seems like a monumentous sort of task and it's lonely, it's isolating, it's challenging. But then it becomes even more so when you struggle with organisation or you struggle with putting a sentence together or um, understanding how the internet works or navigating certain computer packages. That's a whole another level of, of, of barrier that I don't think most people started to address. Yeah, and I don't know if you've ever heard this. It's a, like a saying that they say that a good idea is just a good idea, mm. but people actually buy into the person mm. that's got the idea. Yes. And so that person needs to be somebody that you could... Would you bet your money yes. on this person? Mm. And so 
when that kind of comes into mind, you think, well, what kind of person would I bet my money on? Mm -hmm. And if typically there's a specific model of a person yes. that is either on the TV or on in the stock market or, you know, top 10 on mm -hmm. Forbes and they mm -hmm. look a specific way, mm -hmm. those are the people that you bet your money on. So why would you bet your money on the black woman over there? Mm. So it, or the recent migrants or the refugee or... Yes. The disabled person. Yes. Already the, the, the assumption is, well, no. They're not going to be able mm -hmm. to give me back my money. Exactly. They're not investable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what breaking barriers is about. And I think that's why it's really important that we have these schemes like the British Library or the Princess Trust mm -hmm. or, I mean, any Enterprise other... nation, so many to, to know. Any, anything that will help you start up that doesn't judge your journey mm -hmm. and works with you to you know, produce your idea. Mm -hmm. And speaking of underrepresented and disadvantaged groups, women fall into that group quite a lot. But, you know, as the, the recent paper I mentioned said, apparently female-owned businesses contribute around $85 billion um, pounds, rather, to our economy, which is a lot of money. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. And can you imagine if we were given even more opportunities or mm -hmm. or an equal footing mm -hmm. we could be bringing in even more women are killing it at the moment i have to say doing really 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 well and um i think when we look into the reasons as to why many people are setting up businesses and our hustle listeners listeners will be really keen to hear from you um about this as as time goes on about what what are your motivations um i think it's really clear that we live in a society when i say society i'm talking about um, the UK predominantly because that's where you know we live and where, where we're based and probably even more so London. London centric. Quite, that's our London, experience, that's, that's our isn't experience. it? Exactly. We are we are quite London centric. Um, to live in London um, almost requires a side hustle. I know many people juggling different jobs. They have a full time job and a, a side hustle or a formal second job on top of that. We need multiple streams of income to live nowadays. Quick question. Mm. What do you think is the difference between the person that has the side hustle, that makes a bit of extra cash on the side, and the person who turns that into a scalable business? I think, I think desire is one factor because you've got some people who are happy just making a couple extra hundred a month. But to turn it into a business requires really, really, really hard work. It requires being more strategic. It requires seeking more information, doing your research. It's perseverance. Perseverance. It's consistency. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Um, I agree. It's 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 hard work. I know we're talking about oh, set up a business in such sort of, sort of lofty terms, but it, we recognise it's it's hard work. It it's a strong fee, and I think even with my own personal journey, it's not been an easy one. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy when you're a black woman mm -hmm. and you actually look younger than your age. Yes. So you're going into... That's a good problem to have in some contexts, I understand, because well, well, you well, look very young. Yeah. But it, it, it kind of boils down to, would I say triply disadvantaged? Mm. But it's about recognising that actually these things could be taken as disadvantages, but I can use them as my strengths yes. and I can use them as my USP. Yes. That I am absolutely. from this background, mm -hmm. that I am a woman, I have these particular experiences. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I do look young. Mm -hmm. So for me, with my business language waves, that has that has actually been my USP. Amazing. That I'm quite different from other speech and language therapists, which makes schools and people 
buy into it mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. mm. I think that's what we want to get across to our, our listeners um, of the Hustle podcast is that if you have a business or thinking of setting up a business and you feel like your your difference can be something that can hold you back. In fact, it can be your, your USB. Your, your strong selling exactly. point that there's nobody else on the market that looks like you, that talks like that you. looks like you. You're me yeah, you're memorable. Mm -hmm. And so it's about, turn once again, turning that into your strength. But also... I don't want people to be airy-fairy out there and think, I've got this business idea, I'm a very unique individual, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. You need to have a plan. Exactly. And hopefully this podcast can help you develop that plan and that confidence to go out and, and execute it. And I think just going back to what you we, we were talking about, the motivations of setting up businesses, obviously having multiple streams of income um, plays a part in that. But I also think that the millennials of this world and the generation z is we we are breaking away from the nine to five traditional workplace structure that our parents and our grandparents um abided by and and stuck to we we want the opportunity to develop our own ideas explore our own passions and take risks and create workplace cultures that really matter to us i think we you see it with this whole diversity inclusion agenda um, you see it with, um, you know, huge interest in sustainability, but sustainable businesses and um, and making sure that we're creating workplace cultures that are really um, in line with what the future that we feel that the workplace will be. And our values. And our values, exactly. Um, we're working in ways also that suits our personality and, and, and our strengths. And because there's so much support out there for people that want to set up businesses, I think more so than it's ever been before, um, we're now at a time um, in this country where it's like, go and do it. The resources are, the information is there, the contacts are there, the resources are there. Financially, you might have to go and dig into your own pocket or go for an investor, but these things are not unachievable. People are doing them. Even if you don't go on these courses or these startups, the internet, yes. you can learn anything from the internet, Absolutely. from YouTube, I mean, from, re you know, reputable resources mm -hmm. and etc. Mm -hmm. But you, it, it, the knowledge, the amount of knowledge that is out there is so abundant. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like 2020 is the year of the founder. Yes. We don't want to be employees. Mm -hmm. We want to be employers. We want to be founders. Yes. We want to be the people that create a company mm -hmm. or look at a problem in a new way mm, and have the answer solution, yeah yeah and you know there's nothing wrong with being an employee I have to say that you know some people don't want to do businesses I don't blame them because you know it, it's a lot of hassle it's a lot of hassle yeah it is it's it's it, it can be sleepless nights it can be you know sleepless days sleepless days yeah sleepless exactly. weeks <laughs> and sleepless years um, running around like a headless chicken at, at times, you know, you'll so be it's losing a weight. Responsibility, yeah, it, yeah. Is, it, it, it is, and it's, it's 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 no it's no sort of endeavor for for the for the faint-hearted at all. But I feel like if it's something you're thinking about, I would say to you, explore it. I I, I and agree. gain the information at the very at the very least. I think we owe it to ourselves in this world. I always say that, you know, um, we have one we have one life. If um, you're a Hindu, you might not think. <laughs> the same you, you know you might believe obviously reincarnation in many lives but you know, i think largely speaking <laughs> that's a bit of going off topic yeah. but you know as we know it my life as a war here i only have one mm. one opportunity to go after the things that i'm passionate about 
um, to do the things that fulfill me and to um, take advantage of the opportunities that, that I have. And I feel if I haven't, if I don't go up after those things when I'm in my prime, um, I feel like I've almost missed out on actually the life that I've been given, which is a, a gift and I haven't utilised it as much as I should have you know what I mean yeah I mean the prime of youth mm -hmm. you know there's there's going to be things that 50 years from now when we're much older that we're going to wish that we, we just had a go and did mm. and so with business I feel like there's never the perfect day no. or month or time to start and I know some of us like to plan things and mm -hmm. we want we want the product to be perfect mm -hmm. we want the idea to be perfect mm -hmm. but if you don't go out there and have a go how will you even know what's wrong with the idea? Yeah, and no, so, and, exactly. and, and for me, I had those reservations because it's taken me, what, seven years mm -hmm. to even go out there and do it. Mm -hmm. But once I've done it, it's, it's done. And, yeah, uh, and now absolutely. I have my own business. And I think what you said is completely true because it's, it's taking that first step. Leap of faith. Leap of faith. And they absolutely. say leap and the nets will appear. I, I completely agree with that. It's just not going on the course and trying to apply that knowledge, but it's being resourceful. It's finding your tribe. It's remaining consistent um, and putting yourself out there, making mistakes, failing quickly, which is fantastic. It's, it's part of that learning um, process. It's testing ideas. It's being flexible. It's asking for help. It's, it's about self-development. It is. It's about being the best version of you and figuring out mm -hmm. how can I just keep elevating myself. With mm -hmm. the, you know that saying that mm -hmm. you say about the one life? You just want to keep elevating yes. it up the escalator. Up. Up, up the ante. Up. Oh, yeah. All the time, really. And, of course, naturally, you know, there will be there'll be natural highs and lows where times where you love your business, times where you hate it, times where you want to pack it in. Yeah. That's, that's, that's natural. But I feel like if you remain consistent and just keep, I think Picasso um, said this really famous quote about success being a series of little achievements and little, little actions being completed that builds up to the bigger picture of, of, of success. I agree. I, 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 it, <laughs> It's, it's really deep. It's really deep. But it is. I think business is about living the life that you want to live. And mm. it's an, I always think of language waves as an extension of me. Mm. It's my it baby. It and it's, it's like my thoughts and ideas come to life in something. My beliefs and what I want for the world. Mm -hmm. And it's out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that kind of reminds me of a Van Gogh quote where mm -hmm. he says... I think somebody asked him about how he paints or what he paints and mm. he says I dream my paintings and then I paint my dream I love it I love it too I love it and Hustle Family we just want to share that with you <laughs> yeah absolutely and we'll be doing that in many different ways we will have guests on here sharing their entrepreneurial journeys and most of these guests will be guests um, who are from the underrepresented um, group because you want to show and share with you that it's possible and that and then it's doable and that they're not unicorns anyone can do it anyone can set up and start up a business and then move up to scaling it mm -hmm. there's just a few steps that you need to take and mm -hmm. a few things that you need to iron out but I believe anyone can do it if they really want to do it with the right support we also hope to be sharing with you some of our sort of top tips for um, activities that we think um, can help businesses and can help you as business owners as well this is from our own um, experiences um, and we'd love to hear from you because this podcast really is a relationship 
it, it, it's not so one-sided. We just don't want it to be a case where we're just talking and giving information and advice and the guests. We want to hear from from you and really engage what, what your with views, you. what your views and opinions are mm-hmm. about the things that we might say because you might actually disagree and say, well, no. Anybody can't just start a business. What yeah. do you mean by that? Exactly. So just let us know. We want to we want to learn from all of you uh, as well. Speaking of some of the tips that we're given in you know the podcast episodes later on and some of our, our views, what do you think are five tips to set up a, a business? In general terms, obviously, it's... Yeah, it very gen- broad? Yeah, exactly, if, 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 if you can. I would say, number one, you need an idea. Mm-hmm. Now, the idea doesn't need to be innovative or wonderful it needs to maybe solve a problem Mm. it just needs to be something Mm -hmm. you can make people believe in your idea Mm -hmm. but just have an idea number Mm -hmm. one number two get some knowledge so that means read a business book get on a course find out how to start a business read up about how to create a business plan Mm -hmm. or a or a business canvas. If you don't have the time to do a 30-page business plan, do a business canvas. I love the business model canvas. I know not a lot of people like it, but I think it's so useful to actually seeing the different facets and components of your, your business. Yeah, it's, and, it, and it's just easy mm-hmm. to do. Number three, really important, start. Start. Put the pen and paper down and like trying to work out everything so it's perfect. Just go. Sell your first product or, you know sell your first service mm-hmm. or just just go test mm. test test out the market and see what's going mm-hmm. on number four network there's going to be people that are really important that can put you in different positions yes. nobody is an island on their own we all need somebody to just take us to the next level and five i'd say get a mentor or speak to somebody that's doing exactly what you want to do and find out how they've done it mm-hmm. those are five quick tips We'll go into more detail about this, I think, across the lifespan of this podcast. You know, we'll, our, our, our tips will probably be, you know, changed, they'll, they'll refine. Ch- we'll, yeah. We'll do, there'll be lots of different sort of movement um, with this. But I think as a starter, I think it's a nice sort of introduction into setting up a business from your from your experience and ones that I definitely um, certainly agree with. Yeah. So Hustle family, um, we look forward to developing an honest relationship um, with you and also uh, gaining um, an idea of the content you'd like to hear from us, our guests you'd like to hear from and want us to actually interview and events you'd like us to cover. We will be out here, honestly. We will be at events. We will be be at seminars. On it. it. We will be on it. uh, So delivering you the best sort of information and, and advice uh, and topics that you want to um, discuss and, and, and hear from. Conundrums as well. I think, you know, hearing challenges you have, we want to help you solve them as well. So please do share those um, um, with us and we can help you try and solve them. So in order to interact with us and get to know how to contact us, our Instagram is at founderhustle, or you can email us at podcasthustle at gmail.com feel free to DM us, feel free to email us. Honestly, we would love to hear from you and start building um, a really honest, supportive relationship with you. Thanks for tuning into Hustle and stay tuned for our next episode. That sounds so cute, our next episode. I know. Mm. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you. (laughs)